Hey everyone, welcome to another fun-filled, exciting edition of Grubbing with Swan. Today's guest is Mark Gonzalez, Spick Flair himself from Fear LA. Uh, Fear is a social media site and brand that treats LA sports like they are the best thing out there. Uh, it's pretty much the approach that that porn chick does for Washington sports, but he's been doing it for years and he has awesome shirts for it that say Fear LA. Today we have a patty mount with three different types of cheese, manchego and two types of gouda. One's a boo gouda because it's Halloween time. Uh, and also the Dodgers are in the World Series and as of the release of this, it's 1-1. Let's get the Dodgers to win. I think this is a perfect uh, time to put up an episode with Mark Gonzalez. All right, you guys, let's grub. Oh, and before we start grubbing, if you enjoy what you listen to, please subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever you guys listen to this on, and leave a review, because that would be awesome. Now let's grub. Yeah, so, I've seen that. Yeah, she'll take, she'll cut half of it, and then... Yeah, she just. I'm try, I keep forgetting to hit her up to do a Jaeger bottle for me, but why? Never why do you sh- like Jaeger? I've already started recording. All right, good. I got Mark Gonzalez, uh, one of my flaky Ooh. good buddies. Flaky? <laughs> not. I, I'm not flaky. It's just that I'm like. Well, I have time again now. <laughs> Before then, I was just usually. Hey, I'll game. show up. All right, cool. Uh, and then, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, change of plans. Something happened. No, this time. Nothing happened. Like I said, I have a lot more time now because I quit my job. I saved some money so I could live for the next couple of months. But that's also though why I hit you up six times to make sure you were coming. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm fucking. I got all the time. What did you make me today? Patty mount with three different cheeses. Oh, look at that. There's nothing healthy about this except maybe the spinach. That's all. Oh, there you go. I know I've been eating really clean. That's that's how I lost weight. It was just I just changed my eating habits. I mean, I, yeah. I, 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 it's really easy. It's not difficult. But as soon as you start eating like shit, yeah, Mark, you've lost a shit ton of weight. Yeah, I'm, I'm, normally I'm not, you look like Augustus Gloop from, or yeah. whatever that chick is who ate the blueberry. Yeah, from. I mean, last couple of weeks I've been splurging because you know, I've, I've, yeah, the well, Dodgers we'll are in the playoffs. It. Well, that too. That and the holidays are here, so we got cookies and fucking shit I don't normally eat at the house, dude. Uh, during the week I usually eat pretty good. I, eat, I have a uh, kale salads. I'll have I'll go to um, uh, the veggie grill. I'll eat at Cafe Gratitude. A lot of vegan. I know I'm a big fag when it comes to like eating. <laughs> During no, the week yeah. though. During the week. Weekends. All right, Rick Flair. Rick Flair would be disappointed. I know. Mm. No, dude. I the first three times I went to Cafe Gratitude, I did not know it was a vegan restaurant. Oh, and how fucking hippie it is. Yeah, it's so hippie. I had no. Oh, how are you? F- Here's today's thought. No, it's a question of the day. Get it right. <laughs> Sorry, I've been five times. I go there like once a fucking. Here's today's question of the day. What would you do with ten thousand dollars? <laughs> Not. Really. I went with a previous guest, Dustin uh, Wilford, <laughs> and him and I are talking after the guy left. And he goes, I'd probably buy a van or a really good hooker. <laughs> the guy, the, the guy comes back. I go. He'd buy a van and travel the U.S. or a really good hooker. <laughs> he goes, okay. <laughs> you know it should be white because it's one of those white ones for ten thousand. <laughs> the, the, the fancy hot ones. Oh, it, but, could, but, it could be either. But I mean, ten thousand. I mean, you could actually pay your bill in full there because everything's fucking expensive. <laughs> you do spend a lot of time in Vegas, so you probably have the rates down. Yeah, I mean, as far as <laughs> as far as exactly what. 
Yeah, I judge everything based off of bar tabs. I'm like, 60 <laughs> bucks. I was like, alright, that's fine. I guess we could do that. Because it's like, I could drink a lot for 60 bucks. Because I usually drink beer. And then liquor. Oh, it depends on where you go. You gotta hit the right happy hour. Mm hmm. Because I would go, people do cocktails, or, you know, fancy fucking bourbon. Like, dude, just IPA. Look behind me. I know, yeah. <laughs> fucking so many empty bottles. <laughs> now, those bottles are from where I work. These are bottles I've bought to work on drinks. See, and that's cool, too. I mean, it looks... I mean, it's it's the best part about liquor bottles is that it makes really good decor. Like, No, it know. makes you look like you have a problem. Well, that, too. But, I mean, <laughs> for, like, one alcoholic to another, <laughs> it makes... Borderline it, it, functioning it alcoholics. I'm a, no, I'm a, I'm a drunk. It's funny, because, like, even Naft is like, you're not a real drunk. I was like, no, I'm not. I could really not drink if I have... Like, I don't have to. The only thing... It's funny, because, like, I, I don't really have a... You know, like, um... The, like, I drink at home once in a blue moon. See, I hate drinking at home. It's depressing for me. Yeah. I, I have to go do it somewhere else. I, yeah, I can only do it out in public with I'll, other people. The only times that I drank at home was when I was depressed. Like, year 2011 through 13. That's what, that's what I was battling. And then I was like, this is bad. And then I, went, I would go to Coaching Horses back when it was still around. R.I.P. Um, and that's what I would fucking... I remember I was just like, yeah, this is much better. Because at home, I just get drunk and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, here and the whole day's gone and... Man, I was supposed to write, or I was supposed to do this. I was supposed to be that. I was, you know, it was, it was their bad times. I was stuck in a relationship I didn't want to be in. You're supposed to show up at a show you were booked on? Well, that too. I mean, I had, there's some bad things that go on. Well, back then, it was because I was broke. Really, that was it. Back in the day, it was because I was broke most of the time. So I was broke, and, um, you know, I just didn't have the money. And I didn't know how to say it. I was, you know, one of those guys that was just, you know, I, I can't now, make it, whatever the You're fuck. not one of the guys who said, hey, I'm on unemployment. Government's paying me to not do shit. No, well... I was, but no problem with that. You weren't doing that joke on stage. No. I hated that. When I first moved out here, almost every fucking comic was doing that goddamn joke on stage. It's awful. I mean, the reason why I was on it is because, well, well, I got laid off, and I stood on it, and then my ex, or the girl I was with at the time, said, why don't you stay on it so we can get a lot in downtown so we can qualify for lower income? Can, that's know, not the right fucking attitude to have. I know. <laughs> but I did it. Because that's what she wanted. And uh, most of that... You paid attention to the lady parts. And it wasn't even that great, either. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It was not worth it. Like, there was a little bitterness to it, you know? It wasn't that great. It didn't taste very well. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to get her to change her diet, because her diet sucked. But, um... Which I found out is because you had to be hydrated, I think. Mm-hmm. It's all hydration, right? If they're well hydrated, they don't fucking... They don't have a, a lemon, lemony scent. Because <laughs> I compared it to lemon. I go, it's real lemony. I was like, I know you get to lemon, but... You have some salt and then a shot of tequila and go with this pussy? <laughs> That's what it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> Which I should write that down. Um, uh, if you want to know how it works, it's, it's a joke's come, baby. Um, yeah, right. so like, long story short, yeah, you met, you knew her. Uh-uh. My ex. Yeah, you knew her. I don't want to say her name. <laughs> you never brought a lady around. Back then? Probably because I was trying to figure out a way. Probably because I was trying to escape her. It was one of those relationships. I know you broke. Oh, you know what? Once I met her. When you, you guys her. were living down the street. Yes, a good deal. You yeah. met her. I know you met her. The reason why is because... It but was, that was uh, like when you broke up, got back together, broke yeah, up. Yeah, I was, I was in that. Because I was in that weird, like, I'm, I don't want to be uncomfortable, so I'll stay uncomfortable so that way I'm comfortable and you know everyone like, I know out here who is in a relationship the last six or seven months of their relationship they're trying to get out of it mm-hmm. I was trying different scumbag ways of getting her to break up with me I tried to do that to 
I was such a piece of shit. I was a chicken shit back then, man. I wasn't... No, I was actually solely... And I say it to try and be a better person. I was trying to get my ex to break up with me solely so she would at, like... Oh, I broke up with him. <laughs> Can I give her the power? This, yeah. Do this for you, babe. <laughs> Feel special. Feel powerful. And, event, and eventually I just had to fucking pull the... <laughs> no, did you do you feel? Did you do that because you felt like you were just? For me, it was I didn't want to break her heart. The worst thing I could no, nope, that was. I mean, I'd rather have a reason to break her heart than be the reason to break her. heart No, mine was just more one of those needed to, like it was just kind of a alcohol fueled. One of my funniest stories about me being boozed out. I came home from the. It wasn't even the finals. It was the Western Conference Finals. And the Lakers won. They beat the Suns. Was this, was this six. when you started Fear LA or? Yeah, actually it was at the, actually it was the, it was kind of in the beginning stepping stones. This is before I actually like made it full blown. All right, let's do this. You still owe me a Fear LA Dodger shirt. I know. Sure. I know. For I'm like, actually. For three or four years now. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to get, uh, well now that we're, we're right there. Oh, so you're waiting for the bandwagon. Waiting to cash in on the bandwagon, yes. I have a bar full of people who would probably buy those I will fucking walk in. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Get a shitload of names, walk in, dot, we're, they're having Dodger games, bam. Everyone everyone will buy everything when you're drunk. You know, yeah. What? All right, I got 40 bucks here. Oh, my God. I have six. a buddy who I've gone to have the games with this year that I've gone to that I'm like, here, loves the fucking Dodgers. He didn't call He almost called me after the Indians lost mm-hmm. last week <laughs> to make sure I was okay. <laughs> I was sad. I wanted it because you know Indians are like my side team. Yeah, I wanted it to be an LA. Game. I wanted, it, yeah. I'm like, yes, the best of both worlds, finally, dude. Because I love Major League. Everyone does. Yeah, my favorite fucking one of my favorite comedies of all time. So you have to be an Indians fan because of that movie. And then I'm a Dodgers fan. Well, I'm the eater, Vaughn. I, I was gonna wear my I was gonna wear my Vaughn shirt. I have a Vaughn shirt. I was gonna wear that with my Dodgers shirt. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I, I was gonna have my Cleveland stuff on with my Dodgers jersey on. Yeah, <laughs> see. Go to a game in Cleveland, go to a game here. As much, and it's funny, because if people would talk shit, I'd be like, I'd be like, Major League. They'd probably be like, okay, all right, you got a point. Like, that's that's two. It. That's Get it. one more, that's a streak. Yeah, come on, dude, that's the best movie ever. <laughs> Both of them. The second one was the first one over again. What about the third one? I, I completely ignored the third one. Yeah, as you should. Like, yeah, anytime. Dude, it, come on, it's, it wasn't even Indians. That's why I'm like. Anytime a movie comes out years after, like specifically comedies, <laughs> anytime a comedy comes out over a decade after the first one, it's a money. I don't blame them. It's a money grab. But at the same time, it's like no, no. <laughs> like people don't even remember that there's an Angels in the Outfield Part Two. Did you know that? <laughs> Is it something I can unknow? It wasn't Tony Danza. I forgot who was in it. <laughs> Tony Tony Danza was in the first one. Remember that? Very much so. So, Sorry, we can't do no playoffs. (laughs) Yes, no no Indians, Dodgers, we can't do it. It sucks, but. um, Dodgers still in, and Dodgers game four is tonight. I know, dude. In Chicago. Excuse me, in Chicago. Oh, you almost said Chicago. Chicago? You almost said Chicago, like the way they do it. I got a text from my buddy after. Fucking sleep on holy shit. No, no, just <laughs> let him play game by game. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Uh, the other day when I was at the place I work out now, she, the pl- chick was wearing a Take 17 mm-hmm. Dodgers hat. I'm like, oh, was, she goes, we're already up by two. I go, yeah, the Indians were last week too. <laughs> I, I learned, dude, which brings me to the whole fair late thing because every previous year, 
I've always found someone bootlegging Fairlay shirts, and this year was the only time I've seen none of them. So I don't know. Well, yeah, have you seen the Lakers this year? <laughs> no, well, the Dodgers stuff. Oh, okay. Dodgers just, would steal my shit. Well, Dodgers yeah. fans would steal my shit more than the Lakers fans. Are Lakers would touch my shit. What makes you surprised by that? Mm-hmm, I don't know. Which of those tickets are more affordable? <laughs> well, that and every cholo likes to fucking, hey, I like that idea. I'm going to take it. Okay. I mean, you can't, you have to get, all right, fine then, I guess. Cole, just give me a dollar. No, no, yeah, just fucking take it. So every year I was always hitting people up like, it's a nice shirt there. It's fucking fake as fuck. But yeah, it's a nice shirt there. <laughs> I don't know where you got the idea from. Probably me, but all right. I just be a dick. And yeah, you run the Fear LA account. And sometimes the one season I was going to the Kings games, I started to text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to because I know I don't really watch. I'll go, I'll go to a live hockey game, which you've invited me so many times. But Yeah, and you do the same thing. I just don't, I don't have the time. It just depends on what I'm doing. No, no, I get it. You're busy and you have better friends. <laughs> no, it's like that. <laughs> See, I'm trying to get laid, or I'm like, well, now I'm saying it's back. Back in the day, it's really I had money problems back then. Last year or so, maybe even before. Like, last year, I'm just giving you shit. I, I know you've always. I know. I always trust me. I always feel bad. I'm like, how do I say I'm broke? Or <laughs> I let me borrow money for a drink. Like I was, I was bad back then. Like last two, three years have been great and just been fortunate. You know, I found a good day job, and then I kind of got my feet. Got back on my feet, stuff like that, from those shitty years. Yeah, I helped I helped you move into your new place. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and that was just funny. You're like, look at the Mexican hiring the white dude to help him move. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Finally. I was like, trabaja, necesita, trabaja, senor. Which is way more Spanish than I speak. <laughs> and then my aunt wanted to fuck you, which is hilarious. Not fuck, she just wanted to squeeze you, she said. Because I want to squeeze them. This is when you're all grizzly, because she loves grizzly bears. <laughs> so you got a giant fucking beard and you're all fucking you barely go through the fucking doorway <laughs> your broad ass shoulders I just remember you texted me like two weeks later on your aunt's birthday you're like it's my aunt's birthday she wants you to come dance with her <laughs> it was a week ago her birthday was on the 14th it was the last Saturday <laughs> I thought about that too I was like yeah cause we're like ah, it's been already been a year since we've been here already nice so, are you still living with your aunt or? yeah she's still there she's still there well, she's like slowly taking over the apartment because with me, I'm pretty much like... You're on the road now, pretty much. Yeah, so... Because uh, she was supposed to move out and my, uh, Matt Sager was supposed to move back in. I don't know if you remember Matt, but... I never met him, but you told me he was like st- getting his doctorate or something and then... Teaching credentials in South Carolina. Yeah. Is coming. He's a comedian, too. We both started at the same time. My, my, he's one of my writing partners, too, so it's like, all right, cool, let's do this, but he ended up staying one more year down there and then everything just worked out. My aunt still got sick, so I was still taking care of her, but she's better now. But now she's better to the point where I can go out and do my thing now, so I can leave all my shit here while I start, which was going to be the plan, so, yeah, as, uh, uh excuse me, as, uh... <laughs> Are you checking your tattoos or your watch? No, no, uh, no, I was checking this. Um, <laughs> like, There's a little left. It's so delicious, by the way. <laughs> he said that looking like Cthulhu with, like, just a pepper I'm drink. speaking into the other side of the mic, but yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's supposed to be on the road, um... Last six months, I was preparing to be on the road with Ralphie May, and um, I've known him for years. Um, 2012, 13, with the twins. Jesus. So yeah, I know you've been good buddies with the twins, and I've yeah. been to that their dirty show a couple times. Yeah, Ralphie took them on the road back in 2012 or 13. Of course, they brought me along. That's why I got to know him. Because you're their drunk mascot. <laughs> I laugh at said my drunk. Their mascot. I'm like, I guess, but not really. It's funny because people always think, like, they go, do they always, like, 
like talk shit or like do they make you always like do things and it's like no like no, you do that on your own oh yeah that too I just think I mean we, we think it's funny but like behind closed doors I'm really like the glue that keeps it together because they can barely <laughs> even talk to each other so I'm like which is hilarious because it's like as far as the brains and the operation and stuff I mean as much as you know they're, they're it's like um it's like uh they're the Chester Cheetah and I'm like the the guy behind the fucking CEO desk that really controls everything. There you go. They're 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 more of the mascot for themselves, and I'm the guy. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, we you know we, we're brothers and shit. We're we're very close. But um, as far as like what people, yeah, because people think that you know they always like talk shit and abuse you. <laughs> it's like oh no, no. it's like no. It's, it's I mean. There's, I mean, they, they fucked around with me on the road, like, uh... There are vid- there are funny videos of you getting drunker, and they're just like, Hey, Mark, oh, that's tape this. I, oh, I know. It's I, I tell them, tape it. This would be funny if you guys yeah. did this. Yeah, because, see, that's what I said. I go, everyone thinks you guys just beat the shit out of me and, like, <laughs> and, like you know, torment me. So let's do something about it. But I've definitely seen you take your shirt off on stage repeatedly at shows that has no one at it at all. Well, because there's no one there. Yeah. Like, there's more of a reason to. And we've been... Me and my friend Steven, we started doing that when we are we were, like, in doing, like, music and stuff. Back in the day, I mean, even when we wrestled back at wrestling, we would, you know, wrestle our shirts off. I mean, you know, wrestlers did that. But, like, we just thought... Yeah, was, a like, lot of your stuff is inspired from wrestling. Yeah. Specifically being the heel. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Because it's just, it's fun. There's even a point in time when you and I were talking about me being your manager for wrestling. Oh, yeah, I remember that when I was going to school? <laughs> I fucking, I missed that. It was just, you have to be so fucking... Uh, committed, like, because physically it's so demanding, dude. It's crazy. Sometimes you have to flake out on stuff. I, I, mean, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, see, I know. Yeah, I'm, 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 I deserve it. I deserve it. <laughs> no, trust me. When he told me, I was like, yeah. He was like, I, you know, I was, yeah, it's funny because I've been wanting to catch up with you and stuff like that. Even Neff, too. I mean, now that I'm home and like I can do yeah. stuff. The last like, okay. time I saw you was that time you showed up at uh, when I was doing the Moose Knuckle show. Yeah, that's right. And you showed up and you're like, ah, and you were drunker and shit. Yeah, we were pretty fucked up that night too. I think I, I remember. S- I think there's only one of those shows I got really drunk at. When the I was first one got fucked up. I remember. No, I didn't get the first one. That was the second one. The uh, you were at the second or third one, I think. Because I remember did did it stop? Because did somebody get in a fight or wanted to get in a fight? Maybe I don't know. Those fucking car car salesman dudes. Oh, that was you were that one. I think that was that one. I know the one. The only one I really got really drunk at was one of the ones with Franchi on it, and I just kind of was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll have another beer. Sure, I'll have another beer. Throw a shot on top of that." (laughs) That's one I can't get as fucked up as I used to on stage because then I just don't care and I get sloppy. Like (laughs) clearly, I mean, you're asking for it, but like. Now these days I have to be up I can have one beer. I yeah, have, if I have more than if I have two before I go on stage, yeah. I notice a difference between like if I have one and two. You're focused and yeah. you're and you just start falling off. Because yeah, I'll forget shit and I did a Jack Slammy show a couple years ago with BJ and Amico. Oh, was that? Amico. And <laughs> <laughs> Amico, I just say Amico, I go, ah Amico it cracks me up. <laughs> uh the th- the two of them at the Slammy show, it was called the Meatball Comedy. Uh-huh. And that's the one that uh those two cease. guys got a yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> cease and desist before. Jimmy and Joey. And we Oh fuck. And I was just I was like, oh, I'll do it five, ten minutes. It was kinda like go out with my buddies that I haven't hung out with in a while in Vegas. Yeah. It was originally a boys' trip, and then a girl got a- attached on. Okay. And then we were just still drinking, and I sh- we show up, and Slammy's like, "Hey, you're headlining." I'm like, "Huh?" 
<laughs> yeah, two headlights. How long do you have to do? Actually, four or five? 30 minutes. On what? <laughs> you, no. stretch, you stretch like 10 minutes of material. To th- I've only seen you do like 10. I Dude, I, honestly, I, don't, I rarely ever get up anymore. Yeah. Like, I actually used to have a half hour that I could put together. Like, yeah, because yeah, remember when you first came out to LA, you were yeah. hitting it hard. Yeah, and then the last couple of years, just worked. Like you say, it gets in the way. It gets, it life gets in the and way. And I bartend and shit, and sometimes, you know, going out every night, going to open mics where you see the same people, and you just kind of get to that point, you're like, yeah, all right. <laughs> you know, for me, it's funny because like some comics, there's this like two types of comics. There's those old school mentality where it's like, you know, there's no such thing as you know a waste of time going on stage, go to every show, go to every open mic, you'll get better. Yeah, of course. But, but you need to add to it somewhere. Yeah, not only that, but you got to be productive with your time. It's like, okay, what am I going to get out of this? Especially if you're trying to be a working comic. There's trying to be a better comedian and versus trying to be a working comedian. So that, those are the differences, really. So, like, I'm at, I'm trying to fucking do this for a living now because it's like, I feel like I graduated enough to where, all right, I know what I'm doing now. Right. You've so already true. taken yeah. your master's classes. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you went to grad school. What's nice school? You went to undergrad. Yeah. It's adult school for this. Yeah. So, like, I mean, not that, you know, I'm still, I mean, I found my voice. I'm, right now, I'm just kind of, like, polishing it and figuring out, which I'm almost there now. Like, I really have a, it's funny, because I, like, one of the things around me, Tommy, was just kind of, don't give a fuck and just be yourself. So, going back to the whole wrestling thing, <laughs> which is really simple rules, but sometimes you just forget the little things. So, it's, like, it's everything that's, like, the easiest way to live life, it seems, is simple. the simplest fuck he just it's just shit gets in the way we would have conversations before he would hit the stage and then he would go up there and do the bit or like say exactly what we're talking about i'm going how the fuck like he just he just painted he goes i don't give a fuck i just took my time and i just you know just painted it like it was it and i was like fuck he goes just don't give a fuck he goes you care too much that's why i was like absolutely that's my problem is that i, I write something i go yes this is way how i want it to be and i get stubborn and I don't write shit. I need to start writing it. I'm so I, bad about see, it. See, and I like writing. I love writing. I love creating, and I love looking at it and going, this is so pretty. Like, look at this. Like, I can fucking print it, put it on the wall. That's a great fucking joke. Like, I like doing that structure. with hand stuff. Like, creating... Yeah, okay, yeah. Like, bottle fucking... I haven't started doing it. I like, <laughs> yeah. I like to say I'm going to start doing it's it. It's going to look so good. <laughs> They're going to look so good when I do it. But yeah, like you were saying, like, he's like, just create it. Like, take your time. Just take your time. He goes, take your time. And he goes, I don't give a fuck. I just don't give a fuck. That's what you guys got to do. You guys don't give a fuck. And it, and it works. I mean, the times that I've, I've done that, too. And not only that, but he takes control the f- the first second he starts talking. That was the one thing that I took from him. Like, because I was working with him the last... Well, the last... Yeah, his last Vegas run was uh, the end of the first week... Uh, last weekend of September. So it, that went into the first week of October. That was his first week. So it was supposed to last six weeks. I was there for those two, the first two weeks. And that week he had pneumonia. I remember it was bad. And he was still going out there and doing it. And yeah, we're same thing. He's fucking go out there and hammer through it. He's you know he he had to sit down on a normal fucking chair, and then his energy level was kind of like he told us he goes you know out of a hundred where you feel it goes forty. I'm like fuck. He's like oh, show must go on. I got a Jew to pay off. I was like oh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like and that's that's another that's another story. But um yeah he fucking he just he hammered it through and then uh but yeah and still just you know learning and listening to him stuff and and that's what it was really just. Having control just from the second, not giving the audience any control whatsoever, just going out there and just that first fucking second is when you just own them, just own them right away. And then from there on, everything kind of falls into place. So, but, um, yeah, that's what they've learned is that. And then, so I'm trying to, what I, as far as my voice and my, my, my stage presence, that's what I'm really looking for, stage presence. I'm going to pull a page out of the poor wrestling book and try to 
That's what I've been looking at. Like, been studying a lot of promos and like a lot of Roddy Piper. Well, that's what like, what's his name did too. Uh, Chris Rock before he did the one he shot in uh, Bring the Pain. Really? He studied like not wrestlers, but like great speakers. Yeah. See, and because there's a presence that I'm trying to look for. And, like, like I want this, the energy that I want to put out on stage is, like, going to, like, a metal show. Like, when I see Slayer or when I see fucking, you know, Soulfly and any Max Cavalera band, you know, I, I want that fucking presence of, holy fuck, we're about to get our faces ripped off. Like Soulfly was Max, is it Max Cavalera, man? Yeah, it's Max. Uh, Sepultura, Soulfly, Nail Bomb, Killer Be Killed, Cavalera Conspiracy. Uh, I forgot how many bands he has, else he has. He's what is Soulfly. it with metal, guys in metal bands, I'm just being like... Having about 30 different bands or something. <laughs> and generally, they're all pretty much, like, almost the same, as far as it's thrash and groove. Uh, but Cadillac Conspiracy, this last album is more of, like, a thrash death metal kind of album. So which I'm looking forward to. I was actually listening to Do you write to that? I tried to, but then it just comes out really angry. I mean, I'll write <laughs> to Slayer. I, believe it or not, I actually write to, like, a lot of jazz. I put on, like, a lot of... Uh, jazz is... Yeah, I, it helps. Like, uh, I love Young Hole Unlimited. Uh... Or trio, depending on which album you have, because another. Well, I have the unlimited one. That um, fucking. Um, uh, I could. I have a playlist I could read off of. Oh, uh, Coltrane. Um, and John Coltrane, solid. And uh, Miles Davis, like stuff like that. Just something. Sketches just, of Spain, Miles Davis. I think. Great. I could. I uh, see. I don't have my phone, but I think I deleted the you fucking playlist. Do have your phone. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I can. I'm not gonna just. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna list off like here's this. Joke. I like this album and then this album. But I used to. I like uh, Thelonious Monk a lot. I have a lot of Thelonious. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Coltrane. Sa- the San Francisco one. That's one I, I started listening to. All oh, time. Thelonious and Coltrane in San Francisco. I yeah, think. it's just it's uh, that's right here. I have it right here. Yeah, and the album just sure. has a single line drawn for each. Alone of them. in San Francisco. That's the one. Yep. Yeah. Great CD. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh no no no! I have both those. The Alone in San Francisco and the Thelonious Monk Quartet with John Coltrane. Yeah, yeah. That's the one that's a single line drawing. Yes, that's like yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's just one line, right? Yeah, yeah. Those yeah these that, those have been my go-to's when it comes to writing. And then when I want to add a little spice to it, I will listen to some oh some some real like like you got to sprinkle a little hate in your material. At least with me, that's something I've learned. You got to sprinkle. That's that's how you make it stronger. It's your inner heel. It's your heel. You, you sprinkle a little hate in it, and then that's how you make them stronger. Because comedy is, it, you know, Greg Dean Tommy, of course, teaches everybody. He, comedy is when he takes the. From, I took Jody Miller. I did too my first year. That was my <laughs> mistake. But. <laughs> I, which, I got a lot from it, from like just stage presence kind of stuff. I got. She wrote my Seagal bit for me, with me. Which, like, I'll still do it once in a while. Just, that's, I do that for me. I did it in Hawaii and I actually forgot it. <laughs> like, midway. And, like, it was funny because, like, the whole time I'm like, fuck, how does that bit go? And everyone was like, you can do it. <laughs> I was like, we can do it together. Hold on. Like, <laughs> I was like, no, let's do this. I want to fucking. I was like, fuck, it's been so long. I was like, that's, that's funny, funny though. If an audience like, that you've never met before is like, you have them enough that you go, hey, dude, I was, don't, I don't remember. And they're like, don't worry, we'll wait. I, I finally had my sets on my phone like that where I could put, pull the sound. Yeah, they were they were like totally with it, and they're like laughing with like, I had them since the beginning, and then. Yeah, I just, I remember I was like, fuck, how did it go? I was like, it's live from the movie. And I said, everyone's like trying to remember the lines. I went, this is it. I got it. All right, let's do it all over again. You guys ready? And I was like, yeah, all right, let's do it. Like, it was a room full of like 50 fucking heads. It was funny. Uh, Chad Wago's show, which he, he helped me book all the shows out in Hawaii. And he's awesome. He's a great fucking guy. Really good guy. Really good friend. Um, and he booked that room. And uh, it was a great fucking crowd. 
So, but how long were your sets you were doing out there? I was doing twenty. If it was a feature, well, it's depending. It's a spot, you know, ten, twelve, and did then you go to Smash Brothers or no, just me. No, I was handling myself. I did thirty. I was doing about thirty-five to forty. I have enough. It's just I'm still polishing it, and then I figured yeah, you've been doing it for a while. I know you got fuck yeah, almost 12, yeah. It was eleven years this year, but it'll be twelve in March. So which is and we're already at the end of the year. So it's like, do I start seeing twelve now? Because it's like we're, we're I'm right at, there. I'm at almost eight. Almost eight. Almost really? Eight. I think I'm at eight exactly. At eight. That's that's when I figured. That's when I fell in love with comedy again, and then I, I started finding my voice. I was like, okay, this is exactly who I am, and I know how to write. Like with Fear LA, it, it I don't have to think twice. I already know how to write. As fair LA, as far as me talking shit. Talk, you talk shit. That is exactly that's, yeah, it. Just talk shit. It's roasting. I go, this is roast. I'm roasting other NBA teams and their fans. That's that's the voice. That's the angle. With me... You're doing what that porn star does for Washington teams. Oh, oh, that Mia, whatever the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what Mia she's doing? Khalifa or something? Yeah. She's trying... It's funny because when I... See, my the problem that I did... that I Well, the problem that I didn't do is that I didn't capitalize too much on it. Because I did, locally, but I didn't try to take it out. Because I didn't know how. Like, people are going to be like, hey, you should do this. We can make, you can make so much. Okay, how do we do it? Like, how do I do it? Can you, like, no one was either, I had one lady I wanted to give, you know, she wanted a vest, but she wanted to do clothing. But I was like, no, it's not really a clothing brand. And then, like, and then we started dating and then we got ugly and shit. Dumbass. She was hot, though. Hot Italian chick. (laughs) (laughs) We fucked twice in her car. No condom. (laughs) She's like, I hope you're clean. I was like, me too. Here, you let me know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get your yearly physical and let me know. Oh. Um, but, um, yeah, with Fairly, I, I, like with Barstool. I started around Barstool and started. Look at that now, the juggernauts. Yeah, seriously. So, so now I'm like, fuck, like that could have been me. No regrets though, because it's like, you know, I, I, once again, life. Like, if I, if I didn't, Go through what I went through. I want to be where I'm at, which I'm great right now where I'm at. Right now, it's kind of all, except for the whole Ralphie thing. Oh, the whole Ralphie passing away thing. But, because uh, right now, I'm supposed to be on the road with him. So, that, that, going back to that, uh, back in June, he's like, you still want to work with me? I was like, absolutely. Because he was pretty much done working with the twins. So, they're looking for a new opener. And I'm just well, the twins are getting to that point where they're able to start doing their own. Yeah, they could branch off. Yeah. I mean, you, a headliner usually only brings, you know, a feature on the road with it for one or two years. And then, if they're smart enough, they start branching out. And, you know, like, Ari Shafir with Joe Rogan, Coco with Rogan, you know, fucking um, Jeff Garcia with every, every, you know, he does it with everybody, Bruce. So, you know, and it was going to be finally my turn. Like, I, and me, the way how me and Rafael has gone along, we always said, you know, just give the kid a chance. Like, ain't that right? Like, that's all we want is just a chance. And um, so, I told him, like, dude, he's like, you know, and he wanted to give me that chance. Because, I mean, he, you know, he caught, I got caught on his radar as far as, you know, work ethic and, you know, he goes in here funny and, you know, he loved watching me. And, um, yeah, and he just, he knew, I, you know, he goes, all right, let's see if you want to, because he told me, I was like, he's like, well, let's run him when he comes back to Vegas. He goes, it's only six weeks. Um, and I was going to be as more of an assistant when I was working with him there. And then I was going to go on the road with him when he was not in Vegas. So, and then I was going to switch out with uh, Gabe, one of the other comics. He's the one that hosts. Oh, uh, he's the one that does the 30 to 12 30. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we were staying at his house. And uh, when, yeah, when Ralphie was there. Because Ralphie, he didn't want to stay at a, he didn't want to be at a, at like a hotel or, or the, the house that they leased for him. He's like, yeah, he said it was, it was too big and empty. I mean, it was a huge, nice house. But he didn't like it. He says he just felt, you know, it's too depressing in there and it's he's too far away from everybody. So he liked the fact that it was very homey and it was, you know, because Gabe has a great house. It's a beautiful house. But it's one story and, you know, everyone's rooms kind of like next to each other still. So you can still kind of feel everyone there. 
So, but, um, yeah, so that first week he was there, his pneumonia still was bad. And then when I came back the second week, it's funny because that's when he was just like, all right, so, you know, we'll do another trial run. This isn't for sure yet, but, you know, I'll, we'll see how this works out. And then January, you know, I'm bringing on board full time. And then later that day, he's like, all right, fuck this. You're going on the road. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah! I was like, there it is. I was like, let's do this. I'm fucking down. So, I guess, I mean, we, uh, we, we've, I drank with him. Like, back in June, I, uh, was uh, was the last week in Vegas for him uh, for that run. Because it's, you know, it, this residency is, like, in blocks. Yeah. So that way he can do his road gigs, too. And I remember the last time we hung out, we got fucked up. We are just playing video poker because they didn't want to hang out at the bar. So, but we kept hitting full houses. I kept hitting full houses and they kept singing the song. And then he would fucking <laughs> chime in. I was like, oh, look what I got. Everywhere we go, there we go. We start fucking, just like, yo, know, it was like blast. It was a blast. They have Snapchat videos of all that. But, um, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it was, he was the coolest dude to hang out with and shit. And just a great dude. So then, um, yeah, so when I came back, he was feeling a little better. And then that Thursday night, he was feeling really good. Uh, he just, uh, after the show, he was just exhausted because, like, he went out. It was right after the shooting in Vegas, too. So he started off really, like, just, he talked about that. And he he, he brought up the time when, uh, September 13th, when he, he had the first time he had to perform after 9-11. And the importance of going up as a comedian and, you know, and making people, you know, escape reality, pretty much, because that's what we do. And by bringing, you know, being funny and, you know, through these tragic times kind of thing. So, which was, you know, it was just, uh, there was an eeriness to it because I didn't know, you know, that'd be the last time I'd ever see him or the last time he'd ever perform. Because I was there. I was standing by the stage. I took a picture here. I'm sure you yeah, saw, I saw it. it. You saw it, yeah. Yeah, because I pulled up a chair and I was like, you know what? I, wanna, I just want to watch. Like, I, I mean, I've always watched him, but I never, like, analyzed it and, like, re- and, like kind of, like, yeah, critique it, but more of just, like, register it. And, like, for the first time, I sat down and I watched what he was doing and, yeah, I just started thinking, fuck, like, I'm really going to do this. Like, holy shit, like, this is going to be it. Like, this, I'm finally, at, you know, this is what every comic's dream. Have a headliner bring them on the road. That's the old school way. You know, headliner brings them on the road. You know, they do the thing for a couple of years, and they branch out, and that's it. So I already knew the next steps after what was going on. It's like winning money in the bank. You win money in the bank in wrestling, you already know you're going to cash in and win the title. So you're like, yeah, I'm right there. You know I'm next. And then, um, yeah, Friday morning, uh... We knew he was up because he had grabbed a box of cereal, and then um, yeah, and so like I you know, and I went running. Everyone went went to work because like I said, I quit my job, quit my day job because me and him were gonna fly to Nashville on Sunday. And then um, I came home. No one was there. I heard his TV on, so I was like, okay, he's up. And I saw the box of cereal out. All right, you know, it was out, so I know he's up. And then uh, I got a text from his manager. Hey, can you get him ready? Uh, he has an interview in eight minutes. I was like, absolutely, ten thirty three. And then at 10.34, that's when I responded. I knocked in his room. He was always slept, like, half naked. And uh, so I was always like, you know, hey, you up? You know, and then I knocked in. Yeah, and then I closed and opened the second door, and then right away I saw him on the floor. And then that's when I was like, holy fuck. And the times I've checked on him, he's, he's, uh, like, he would fall asleep sitting up. And then I thought, fuck, he just might have toppled over. And hey, you know, I should have waken him up. Hey, get up, get up, get up. And right, right away I knew it was cold. Fuck! And just panic mode, dude. It was crazy. It was just straight out of a fucking movie. And so, yeah, right away, I just, I, you know, right away, I, I tried, you know, waking him up. Nothing. Really fucking right. Grab my phone, call 911. You know, fucking <laughs> transfer me like three, four, five times already. I was like, come on! Like, fuck! You gotta so 911 works great. It works great. Well, there's like two minute delay. Um, 
And you have so, an emergency? Can you hold off for a second? Can you hold? Let me transfer you. No, motherfucker! Um, and so, yeah, and she's just, I remember the whole, like, from what I remember, I mean, I remember everything. It was, I mean, it was just slapping all that fat, all fast, but, um, whole point, she said, she goes, you gotta flip them over. I was like, fuck. And it's funny, because, like, one of the things, I don't know if TMZ posted a 911 call. I think they already did, but I can't, I can't even look at any articles right now still. I may, you know, maybe one day I could listen to it. But, because, I mean, it's just reliving it in my head. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, you don't want to hear yourself on the phone. Yeah, like, I just don't want to hear myself because it'll really bring it back. But, dude, I was, yeah, it was insane. I was, you know, clearly I was panicking. It's like, you know, my friend's on the fucking floor. You know, what do I do kind of thing. And then, um, yeah, so when she was like, you gotta, <laughs> well, one of the reasons, too, was I want to listen back to it because, like, it's pretty much like a sketch of, a guy trying to flip over a 400 pound guy like on a 911 call like that's the, the whole fucking thing and really she's like you gotta flip him over I'm like the guy weighs like 409 like 490 I think he tells us like 420 or 450 and she's like you have to do it I was like fuck I was like alright and I didn't want to hurt him like I was like right. I'm gonna, I don't want to break his arm or you know or, first thing I thought was his shoulder cause I was pulling the fuck out of it and like and I, she goes go next door and I went next door and I knocked on the door and the old lady answered, and I was like, do you have anybody that's, like, my size or bigger or a, a man? <laughs> anybody with strength that can help me flip over someone? He- also, that's got to be a weird thing to have an old lady see you walk up. <laughs> do you have anyone in the house with strength? <laughs> yeah. And she goes, my, maybe my husband? Why would happen? And I told her, I was like, well, Ralphie, because I think they knew that he was living, that he was... Yeah, like, staying well, there. Yeah, I think they knew. I can't remember if they did or not. But those are the neighbors that give, um, gave and... and Gave his wife and his wife some shit. So like, um, well, I wasn't sure as far as you know. I, I forgot which ones hated who, or they hated, or what it was causing. All neighbors off. secretly hated. Of other. course, of course. It was fine. I was like, it was funny because she's like, "Can I, can I be of help?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, I was like, because he's gonna put some clothes on, which he never showed up. So, but whatever. Just by opening the door, you're being helpful, miss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's it. Do you have anyone of strength? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, this little lady in the room comes out. I'm going, oh, of course. I'm telling you, it was a fucking, like, Marx Brothers. I actually more like a Laurel and Hardy. It's even like with the Santa and Santa Claus. When they go to the house, he goes, tell me, is Granny nimble? <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> or is Granny, is, it, is Granny spry? <laughs> Granny spry. And he goes, Granny, are you spry? <laughs> It's funny because I that would have made sense if I did that. Because I was I was I was just like fuck. I was like so I went back because she was on she was on speaker. She goes just go back just go back and wait. I ran back. I was barefoot, fucking t shirt. My just pretend it's your baby under her car, dude. <laughs> dude. So then, okay, so I go back. She goes you got to do it. She goes move the bed, uh, move things out of the way, whatever you have to do. And yeah, right away, because his feet were even stuck, or his legs were, like, under the bed, like, stuck. So it was, he just dropped. That's when I was, like, realizing, fuck, like, something really seriously happened. And uh, I left the bed, I grabbed the fucking headboard, I threw that in the fucking hallway, and just, all at once, ah! fucking, a lot of yelling and all that. And then I ended up using, uh, you know, I was in judo for years, and I didn't think about it. Well, because like I said, I didn't want to hurt him. So I just use a judo technique where used to, we'd flip people over when they kind of refuse to go, you know, when you yeah. get them on a guard or, or whatever. So, you know, I hooked his left arm with my left um, foot. I was kicking out his left side of his body while I was breathing. Well, so I was pushing pulling at the same time. Um, and then I was using my right foot for the extra leverage against the wall. And so 
as I was doing it, the first thing I thought was, all right, now get your fucking leg underneath. But as soon as I thought of that, so body just collapsed on my left leg. So now it went from me going, help, you know, I need help. That's a, fuck, my leg, help me. So like now I'm yelling, my fucking leg, because it was hurting. I mean, it was like right on my leg. And the whole time, I'm like, fuck, it's like completely stuck. So now I'm kicking him. I'm like, I'm sorry, Ralph, I'm sorry. But then as soon as I looked at his face, he was gone, man. It was, shit. It was purple. It was dark purple, blue. Uh, he was, I knew it was, he was gone. I just broke down. And, uh, you know, because right away, I'm like, he's gone. Like, I just, deep down inside, it's like, I didn't want to believe it. I was in denial. And then as soon as um, paramedics showed up, they showed up, and then um, that's when I was like, right away, I was like, he's in there. He's in there. They kind of walked in, like, no, in here. Like, turn around right here. And they kind of just walked in. And then they just walked right out. And then, like, the head guy's like, I don't want you to think we're just standing here because we don't, we don't want to do anything, but... I'm sorry. I was like, right away, I was like, no. Well, like, no. He's like, yeah, there, there's nothing. I have to tell you this. I was like, but yeah, there's nothing we can do because your, your friend got, like, there's, he's been like that for a while. And so I was like, no. Like, there's, there's no fucking way. He's like, we got a show to do? I was like, I'm whole, I was supposed to fly, you know, go with him to Nashville. Like, we're supposed to do this, supposed to do that. We had shows this weekend. Like, there's no fucking way. Like, yeah. there's no fucking, he was, he was fine. Like, he was fine. And that I was saw fun. him yesterday. Everything was good. Dude, we had we went to Jacket Box, we're busting balls. Like it was it was great. We had a good fucking time. And it was fun. Like even before um what because uh, Gabe was hosting. So me and him were sitting backstage. And I remember, um, it was like one of the last times like it was just me and him. He just fucking he <laughs> Rick Flair taught me. He went, he went Woo <laughs> And he goes, I'm so glad you're here, Spick Flair. I was like, I like thank you for having me here, man. But just he goes he just he kinda like, you know, kind of like a thank you for being you know for coming out I told him I was like dude he was like I was getting worried last week he was like I thought we were going to lose you he goes I know I was like it was bad last week and then I, I told him I was like I was like yeah I was like you're like uh, I said you were like uh, Conan the Barbarian when the the gods were trying to take him back and he started laughing and then we started like reenacting the scene he was like oh he's like you're the magician <laughs> Yeah, I was like, you're the magician. You're there going, oh, because he's like, you tagged in my face. <laughs> you seen Bar- Conan the Barbarian, right? No, I haven't. Yeah, I mean, dude, what the fuck? You never seen Conan the Barbarian? No. God, dude, that movie's ahead of its time. There's a scene where he, they hang him from the Tree of Woe. They crucify him, Tree of Woe. And then um, uh, the, the Zarcher buddy thief. Question, is there a Tree of Woe? <laughs> there should be, right? <laughs> You would think, like, a pun like that, like, Ric Flair would have done something where he, he does a tree of woe with a tree of woo, and he plays, like, whatever. But, uh... It's when he just puts the guy on the, uh... Yeah, buckle. it's just, yeah. The or, tree of woo! Or hangs him upside down, and because in wrestling, the tree of woe is when you hang him upside down, and you tie their, their, their feet, your, their legs under the, the turnbuckle. But, uh, you know, this game technical. But, <laughs> but, um... So there is actually a tree of woe in tree wrestling. Of woe. Oh yeah, it's the actual true. Exactly. Yeah, that's when he fucking beat the show. How did he not have a tree of woo? <laughs> that's what I'm saying now. That's that's, that's yeah. It's for another podcast. He was a wheeling, dealing, kiss dealing, limousine riding, jet flying son of a gun that kissed all the girls and made them cry. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I so his money, dude. Like as an adult, I appreciate. It. As a kid, I didn't really, I didn't know. You know, I didn't, I wasn't trying to get laid then. You know, I didn't know nothing about money. Like, I didn't know nothing about, like, you know, luxuries. Like, Hulk Hogan was my shit when I was a kid. Ditto. Absolutely. You know. Uh, at the end of my workout today, they played Real American. You know what's fucking legit? It's funny, because we debate this, me and my other wrestling friends. Real American or American-made? The WCW version. 
Real American. But have you heard American Made? I listened to WCW. I watched WCW it's, when he was on it. Yeah, but do you and, remember the theme song? And Because it, it was up there. Let's just put it this way. That hasn't left as much of a reminder in my head anymore. Okay, well, hold on. Well, <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> you have it on your... Which is just the same song. Listen, it's the same riff. This is backwards. <laughs> this is backwards. <laughs> and it's his band that played it. Yeah, the Real American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's the Dylan Yeah, it's Dylan Dillinger. Yeah. Dangerous. Yeah. This is his, because he was in a band that he, he did an album, someone else was singing. I mean, <laughs> this is the big chorus though, I feel. I'm telling you, it's up there. So no. Real American. But real American, do you wrong. Real, there's nothing like, you know, five for you. Because you know life. what? When that came out, when he was Hollywood Hulk, I didn't like him. Oh, I was, that was it. Because I, I was 16 So I was a rebellious Teenager little fucking Piece of shit I liked Goldberg I hate Goldberg I like Goldberg <laughs> I was a little Hulk Hogan still Like Goldberg uh, Sting Uh huh And Saturn <laughs> Saturn was dope In ECW Him and, him and uh, Cronus As the Eliminators Dude they're the shit Wait it was Saturn Cronus and the Eliminators No they were called The Eliminators Which they're, they were Kind of played like It's funny because Paul Heyman pitched this idea Of being like A gay tag team Back then, so they kind of always hugging each other, like they're really always fresh with each other. They never like kissed and stuff, yeah. but they're always like on each other. And it was like a kind of like a wink, wink, like you kind of like it was always like what? It's a lot of. I never watched any ECW ever. Oh, dude, you're missing out. That was the one of the some of the best fucking. It was the best wrestling. I knew they had the Juggalos. Oh yeah, the ICP. Yeah, yeah, ICP. Yeah, and then they jump ship to WWE for a while. Which I was a juggalo too. I was a juggalo. I, li- I did have all the Joker's cards on CD. I was so bad with Shangri La. I went, this is bullshit. Right? I was like, stop. Wait, like, like dumb. Like, wait, this this is They even said on the track. Sorry we fooled you. <laughs> it's like, like it was all the joke. We were like, all of this the was fuck? a all this was a build-up. Like, that was the biggest letdown, like, ever. And everything since not that great. No, I mean, I started like twisted better though. Be like around, yeah, around Even, the Jekyll. Uh, Dark Lotus was really good too. Yeah, Je- Dark Lotus was awesome. Dark Lotus was good, and then of course that's when everyone else started jumping in. Um, those guys have really. I I, I listened to Twisted, and after that, because I nearly I I had a Blaze Did Homie and like all those other dudes yeah, Blaze Did Homie started jumping in, and then like I kind of I, I fell off the map. Like I don't I don't know who the fuck is psychopathic anymore, but. I have um, no idea. I just remember at Big Fish, they used to have a hatchet rider. They did? Yes, sitting on the stage. Ah! <laughs> I think I remember it. I think I remember it, because I think I pointed it out a couple of times. Because, yeah, I had a... Um, was actually was that one of the times that Billy uh, put a noose on stage? Probably. I remember yeah, he would take it out, and I was like, let me wear it, because it's what I feel like right now. <laughs> I, think you, I think you drove me home that night. Yeah! He told me, he goes, make sure to take out a loop, because if it has 13, it's considered a weapon. And it's yeah, illegal. it's a hangman's noose or something. Yeah, he goes, you can only have 11. You can't be 13 or something like that. Or maybe it was 11. It was, it was 13. It was thirteen, I right? Think so. Yeah, I still have it. I have it in my one of my trunks. Cause I was like, I can't, I cannot got got rid of. I can't get rid of. No, it. you can't. You framed that. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna hang it somewhere. San Fernando. 
<laughs> put a fish in it just so I, they remember what it used to be. Is Billy Dilly still there? No. Actually, I went there a week How or two before they opened. It is a it is a craft cocktail bar. No, dude. I went there a week or two before it opened. Why is everything too And it was closed down. Cocktail bar. Because that's what everyone wants to go to. But the problem is they don't make shit for money because you have to spend money on fresh ingredients. You have to have a big... Back bar, yeah. And the only way you can get money is by getting accolades, really, and getting people coming in. Yeah, you have to have a reason for. See, with bars and to me, for me, my thing is like with a bartender. As long as you remember what I'm drinking, I'll tip you twenty bucks. You'll drink whatever I put in front of you. Well, that too. Well, with you, you're different. <laughs> but like, if I go to a bar and they just, or I don't even have to ask. They, if I'm being taken care of, I will always say I'll take care of them. Yeah, that's it. It's, re- it's really simple. It's simple. Yeah, or even I'll tip. I'll put ten bucks first. For me, it's going, please take care of me tonight, you know, and I'll give is you, your, that's my text tone, yes. Is really Chevy Chase yeah. trying to put <laughs> in the ball? Yeah, that's my text tone. <laughs> um, do my text tone, it's funny because you know, as an adult, it's really on, on silent now most of the time because it's like, ugh, I hate everyone that texts me, but yeah. I'm going to text you religiously now. <laughs> or oh, I got this. Message. Let's make it a voicemail. <laughs> oh, wait, here we go. <laughs> Why is that not your voicemail? <laughs> you would think. You would fucking think. Or, or, or is that work? when you get an email? No, you know, I, I have it. It could be. I have it, but I don't. Well, it's funny because you remember Word of the Day, right? With Pee Wee Herman? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you use the adult term very, very loosely, right? <laughs> Wait, what's that last one from? Uh, uh, Robin Hood Many Tights. Oh, Jesus. Mel Brooks, dude. A chew. A Jew? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the fact that you have to go, a black sheriff? And Chappelle comes in, why not? Work the blazing saddles. How much this guy's? Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. Uh, I forgot to go. I was like, who texts you bullshit? Bullshit, yeah, I forgot about that. Like that. But if I can, Mel Brooks movie, that's another thing. Well, that's about. one of those things, uh, he's even said, like, he can't make any of those movies that he made. There's yeah. no way he could have made them now. Like, it's funny, because I know, like, right now, we have a lot of white knights in comedy. Well, not in comedy, more like... And you know comedy. what the fuck? It's screwed up, but the people who are the white knights are usually the people who get in trouble for... No, only that, but they're the ones that have... There's a reason for everything. The, the reason why people speak out is because they feel guilty for something. Like, I said, there's a lot of white guilt going on right now. None. Like, <laughs> none. <laughs> none for you. You're fine. You're fine. But right now, there's a lot of white guilt going on, or people that feel like they have to fucking go out and, like... You know, join a protest or be a, be a, or speak out about something. Like everyone, you know, talking about like you know, oh, I'm, I'm a horrible human being or I need to be better to women. Like that was your dude. I'm I'm I've always been a fucking gentleman most of the time. I mean, when I'm drunk, a different story. I don't remember, but I mean, like when it comes, I mean, I was raised, you know, single mother household, sisters. So I know how to respect women. I mean, there's a reason why a majority of my friends are women because I get, you know I know how to get along with them. I'm not trying to fuck them all the time. And, you know, it's just, there's just... And all drunks. When I'm, when I'm sober. I'm drunk, different stories. Hey, baby. <laughs> Come on, you know you thought about it once. <laughs> oh, he's calling me. I'll call him back later. <laughs> um, but, um, I should call him back right now. Uh, now we'll, we'll finish this up. Um, <laughs> could be something important. That's what I'm like, oh. Because uh, Ralph is memorial on Monday. Oh, shit. So, it's going to be at the Hollywood Improv. It's, uh, I think it's invite only. So, but I don't know. You can email them if you want to hang out. So, I will be at my mother's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Mom. Yes, this uh, will be coming out after her birthday. Yeah. Uh, in uh, Cleveland? Yes, sir. 
Oh, sorry, flying back. I'm actually going to a ceremony for a member of ceremony for a family member on Saturday. Oh man, you lost some too. A couple months back, but oh. like this is the first time it's able to. Everyone's able to go. Yeah. So we're doing that on Saturday. I have a lot of traveling this weekend. When this comes out, I've already have traveled. Uh, but on Saturday, yeah, Friday, I'm flying to Toronto and then driving five hours to the middle of nowhere. Holy Canada. shit. Sunday, Saturday, we're having the ceremony or the service. Sunday, driving 10 hours back to Cleveland. Fuck. Monday's my mom's birthday. Damn. Well, you know what's funny? Like, I- and Tuesday, I fly back. See, I'm, and that's gonna be me in uh, probably next month because after Ralphie's, uh, after Ralphie's memorial, probably first week of November, sometime during that week, I'm gonna drive to Nashville. You're uh, driving to Nashville? Yeah, I want to drive to Nashville because I want to. Are you doing uh, spots along the way? Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted Dude, to. Dude, have you ever driven across country? No, it's my first time. That's why I want to do it. My mouth just got wide open when he said he's never done it. You have to do it. I've that's what it. I'm saying. I've done it three times. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like the, just the experience yeah. and. Right now, it's like, I don't feel lost. It's more like, okay, new game plan. Like, I gotta... Change that. Change it up. I gotta figure it out. So, in which, I'm not I'm not afraid. You know, I'm not scared. Um, you know, I'm not sad. You get that tattooed? Never scared? No. Oh, no, I just know Ralphie's face. That's all. That's I was gonna say, yeah, your Ralphie tattoo is very new compared to the Darth Vader space balls. <laughs> Dark the- Yeah, I got... I, I, it's funny. Right? Originally, it was supposed to be... Um, the dice, the pair of dice that shows up on the uh, Tumbling Dice uh, 45 from the Rolling Stones. You know the song? Yeah. One of my favorite songs. It helps, and that song helped me get through a lot of shit. Listen to the lyrics. The fucking Mick, I, I feel bad for Mick because of the shit that women have done to him as much as I'm sure he's done to them too. But <laughs> that's the one thing. Some of the biggest <laughs> monsters towards women are created by. Uh, of course. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We got nothing, nobody. That's why I said. Not saying like, we're not innocent either. No, I mean, yeah, like I said, my ex. Yeah, both of us. Both of us were. Yeah, all, all the reason, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, no, we're we're usually the ones that are the reason for them to be all fucked up, and not, you know, and I, I get it, and I feel bad. That's why it's like, you know, that's why I said, like, if I if the the only thing to do is just to be the person, the better person. So instead of you know, learn from it. Yeah, and that's it. And if, you know, everyone wants to speak out and be. You know, and try to be this white knight. How about you just do it instead of saying it? Like work on yourself. Exactly. Just be well, when you person. look at like That's half it. those white knights uh, are the guys who you find out like what the f- yeah, and they're the pieces of shit that yeah. are good people, and the guys who talk like us like assholes. Yeah, I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like the fact that like like there was so uh, for who it was like because okay. I talked with Neff about it. I'm like. None of us. Neither of us are. <laughs> like we're fine. Like we're not. Yeah. I'm mean, we said some of the worst shit, like yeah. anybody could say, but we say it because it's funny and it's just we don't mean it. Like these days, it's hard to say anything because people think you mean it and they think you're gonna like. Even Jim out. Norton's uh, what he did for Laugh Out Loud. What's the Montreal Comedy Festival? Uh, just for laughs. Just for laughs. He when he did the State of the Industry. Yeah. He was talking about how like no one can take a joke anymore. Yeah. How he's like comedians are attacking comedians because. We're doing. We're on the fucking stage. They're like they're attacking. They're attacking comedians. He goes, "That's he goes." The guys who dug out somebody like in a giant massacre were making jokes, gallows humor, because that was the only way they could deal with. No, we could do it. Yeah. So, and that's like with with, with Ralphie. Like the first thing I like, you know, the first <clears throat> that night, um, Chad texted me. Uh, or actually, it was Corey because <laughs> Ralphie had, like I said, Ralphie's like his dinner was the Jaguar box. He had seven jalapeno poppers. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, do you want a chicken I, sandwich? I, I, I said, yeah. let's go to Wendy's. He goes, ah, let's go to Jack and Bob's. I already have an idea what they texted you. <laughs> yeah, right away. Well, in the morning, he was eating uh, Apple Jacks. So uh, Corey goes, Saturday morning, Corey texts for 80 Apple Jacks. I was like, fuck, no, I don't want to die. Was, Are you kidding me? I killed our friend. I'm like, fuck Apple Jacks. I was like, I'm going to have a bowl right now for him. But uh, I'll see you soon, Ralph. I'm going to pull it out the deck. But, like, right away. And that's all. Like, I just started thinking. I mean, he would want it that way anyway, as far as, like, us to have fun and make laugh. Like, he even tweeted something like that years ago. And I, that got found and it got posted on his uh, on his Twitter saying how, you know, when I die, don't be sad. Make all the jokes. You know, I live the good life kind of thing. And he did. I mean, uh, he could have anything, you know. But, um, yeah, no. And that's what he would have wanted. Like, we all kind of, like... We all had to shake it off and be like, all right, fuckers, like, let's get our shit together because, you know, he would have wanted us to be all mopey and shit. So we start writing it and that's when, like, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk about it on stage, like, exactly what happened and what, you know, what I was going through. And that's, because that's comedy. Like, that's how I do it. That's my voice. You know, I turn tragedy into comedy. Right now, if you're coming in, there might be a blank spot preceding this. <laughs> Legality reasons. <laughs> Not even that, just kind of... <laughs> Just in case. Just, just I wanna, yeah. in case. Just, yeah, I want to be an exhibit A or B or C or D. Or F. <laughs> you never fucking know. <laughs> it's fucked up, but no, he was he was a good friend. Of course, was, that's why I got the tattoo, because... Oh, that's yeah. what I was going to say. So, your, it's it's your comedy arm plus... Which, yes. Plus, uh, it's pretty much your entertaining arm. Yeah, it, it's really my influences. and like Who's like, the samurai? No, that's Odorous Yorungus from Guar. Okay, that David Brocky when he died, yeah. dude. David Brocky, if you go like, he was always my go-to when it came to. Wow, what does orders have to say about this? He would just shit on like everybody, and that's what helped me kind of develop my voice. Going, you know what? He's right. Your fear of life voices my specifically fear shit on everybody. Yeah, so that's why I started saying that no matter how bad everybody. Lakers were doing, <laughs> we're still better. You because, not not because on paper, but because I said so. Like yeah. you could you could be right. Anybody could still be right. Like right now, I don't. I barely ever look at Twitter anymore. Yeah. Like I'll post something and then just be out. Yeah, because yeah, I think do. everyone does because it's just kind of like throwing shit against the wall. Unless you're on, unless you follow from news and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But like I could assume your fear LA is. Yeah, I still have like almost ten thousand followers still. I'm like right there. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's there. They're, they're very supportive. Like they still want me. They they wait for me. How's the? I even seen your pictures from the last two Dodgers games. Oh, I was so fucking. They're pissed. drunk. They might be mad because they're not as drunk as us. <laughs> I was so drunk, dude. I was so wasted. We were actually walked out during. Uh... You want you want to play that game with people in Chicago? <laughs> oh yeah, no, dude, no. During fucking Justin Turner's fucking home run, we were. We were oh, one of my buddies, a previous guest on this, he said he was at home drunk, <laughs> and it, <laughs> right before he hits that home run, he's like, JT, and hits the table. <laughs> I, him and Puig, dude. And one time, I fucking were my buddy. He goes, "Let's go get a." Uh, I was like, "Let's go get a beer." He's like, "Yeah, but Puig's up to bed." He's like, "Yeah, he's gonna hit a home run." He goes, "How do you know?" And I, I was like, "Look." And then I heard, "No, <laughs> see, let's go." And I was like, "Holy shit!" I never did that in my life. Like it was such a baller fucking move that I did that. And it worked. So I did it with Justin Turner. I go, ah, "I hit a home run." And I was like, "Like as soon as I, it was like what in the ninth?" And I was like. Yeah, he waited. Like, Let's go. I was like, don't you want to stay? Like, nah, fuck this traffic. <laughs> I, I did that with when I went to the game with BJ. Yeah. When they were playing the Giants. I yeah. was like, ah, that yeah, just got it. Let's yeah, fuck traffic. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. I was like, I was like, it's, I was already counting. I was like, we won. I was like, we're going to win. Like, it's, it's way. See, I'm a Cleveland fan. I cannot ever say. No, you guys, 
dude, you guys should have fucking won that rain, dude. The baseball god said, "Fuck you, God <laughs> Fuck you, hates wow. Cleveland." Thank you. That needs to be a shirt. Is there a shirt? This is there of- is. I think I want that shirt. There is an article by Bill Simmons on when God started to hate Cleveland. Like, he broke down all the things in sports over the last... That's this, It came out before uh, they won last year. Yeah. But he wrote, like, all the things in sports. He goes... I think it was I like... I think I remember that. I think it was, like, 1982. Like, some... Yeah. He picks a day in 1982. And he goes, that's, that's when God... And he led up to it Why led down. That's fucking... It's, I mean, you can't... Uh, you can't blame him. I mean, maybe you can. They uh, they didn't that last game against the Yankees though. They did not play like they had been playing. No, no, they kind of lost their yeah. And the the Yankees got hot. Yeah, I like mean, somebody was like, oh, the Yankees, Yankees are gonna lose. Yeah, so did I. They, somebody goes, oh yeah, the Yankees. Uh, they're like, oh yeah, well you know what they're going to play in Cleveland the last game. I go, I don't I don't want them to gain steam. You, you don't. No. Want that. Yeah, you don't want that. Baseball, that's a big thing baseball relies on, is building momentum. And that's why I'm really glad that the Dodgers were losing when they did, because we're, like, almost the shittiest team in baseball at one point. Oh, with the winning record. Yeah. We're losing the shittiest Cleveland team. Cleveland was catching up to them. Yeah, that's where at like... At that point. And it's funny, because I even said, no, this is a good thing. Everyone's, like, freaking out, going, nope, this is what you want. Get it out of their system, so that way it doesn't come back in October. I was like, let's get through October. How about that? Like, I just got really worried about October. Yeah. Because we've never, I mean, how many years? Like, at least five fucking last five, six years? Like, tonight, I'm going to be watching it at the bar I work at. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be at the Ontario Improv, but I'll be watching my phone for sure. <laughs> Is there a dirty, a, 12, a dirty show tonight? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing the remembering, like a, it's like a remembering Ralphie show. Oh, dear. It's like a dirty, yeah, we're trying to, we're trying to make it, you know, as, as, as happy as we can make it be. No, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking about, oh, dear, how out of hand that's going to get. Oh, yeah, as far as the stories. Like, the first thing I thought, I was like, what stories do they talk about? <laughs> I mean, the memorial's going to get nuts. Like, I, I just... I don't know what I want to say. <laughs> I remember one of the times I was in that room with them, they were talking about the weed that Ralphie gave them. They're like, I couldn't. <laughs> oh, with, dude, with me. That's what... Um, that Friday night, we had the Dirty at 1230. And I opened up with that. I said... I, I, I oh, you guys still did the 12 yeah 12, show must go on dude show, you have to keep doing it then you would have been pissed if we didn't that's true so you still gotta do it I mean we did the dirty we didn't, clearly we couldn't do his shows cause you know he was headlining it but yeah no one would give a fuck about us but um yeah the first thing I said I said you know you ever do something so good you can never do it again cause then they can never beat that experience and I was like yeah I was like so the first time I ever smoked weed, or, or no, I said the first time I ever got high with Ralphie right away. I was like, I was like, it was the last time I just ever got high ever again. I was like, not because of what you, not because it was fun. Like it was like, the, and then because uh, yeah, he gave me a chibachu and oh no, the highest dosage of chibachu. Did you do the whole thing? I did the whole fucking thing, dude. Like the hundred, the whole thing. And I was retarded you don't, you don't for do seven that. hours. <laughs> I, I was truly. You don't do that. Oh, you scary. don't do that. 7 o'clock, I, I finally got out of it like at 4 a.m. in the morning. And they were partying next door, Ed. It was just a Yeah, uh, it hits me for a line. long time. I did. <laughs> he fucking gave you another one. <laughs> I did a quarter. A fucking quarter of it, which you're supposed to do. Yeah, not even and half. And that was too much. Not even half, dude. A quarter was too much. The whole time, me. I was trying to grasp on any little sobriety I could hold on to. Because I couldn't move my arms. I My buddy got one for me. I, you know, I was like, all right, it'll take me about half an hour, pop it in now, get home, once I get home, (laughs) I was a block, I was, I was a block away from, block away from my goddamn apartment. Uh, And then everything went like this. 
<laughs> See, I and it was it sucked because I, it went into light speed, pulled in. I go, I need a safe space. I need a safe See, space. And I like got home, my cleaning lady was here. I'm like, I don't have a safe space. <laughs> See, I took an into shrooms, and I loved that because it was not only was a body high, but it was of course a mind. A mind. Yeah, yeah you're tripping. So, but when I took the decadose, it was just the body high, and I was still there. Like my mind was still there. I just you, you feel like a prisoner in your own mind because you could still think. I was still there. I just couldn't move. That's how it sucked when I did. Ah, oh, my mom doesn't listen to this shit. When I did, uh, <laughs> when I had edibles in Colorado, uh-huh. it, we're like we were skiing and we're like, yeah. oh, it's legal. Oh yeah. So me and a couple people were just like, bah, bah, bah. of course, and then just, uh, dude, I can't. I can't like. Uh, I was at dinner drunk. with my parents. High as fuck. I I was also drinking. Oh my god! I stopped drinking because I ordered. A, I got seven seven. <laughs> I couldn't finish. I'm like, David, you don't need to drink it if you don't want to. You're right. I don't want to. <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom the whole time I was sitting oh, dude, there. I, I puked so much. I had to go like, and I just I didn't trust my legs. Yeah, my leg. I'm just like. I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like this and Chad comes up so he goes drink this water I, went, I can't <laughs> I guess you can't I was like I can't wear my arms yes you could drink the water and I was later like oh <laughs> like this and then he had to like kind of hold it for me I couldn't. I couldn't. I tried getting up. I, my brain uh, worked. My brain was working, but my body was like, "Does it suck? It's not fun." I felt like it was in the diving be- or uh, yeah. whatever that Sylvia Plath novel was about being in a coma and like being able to see. I go, "Look, I don't trust any part of I my body it. to move right now." I hated it. I it. it it's, I kept going. I rather. Tr- I want mushrooms. Like at least I'm tripping. Like because <laughs> I'm mushrooms. I'm, I love it. It's like a roller coaster. Never tried. Dude, you have to. It's like I. I was talking to Bill Hicks. Like. Through, oh, I was like, uh, <laughs> I, I was talking to him, like, because I was watching, I was watching old, because uh, I was like, I, I was like, uh, you know, it's me home alone. That's a good person on your vision quest to be with. Dude, it was great. He told me I was a, he said I was a reincarnation of him, but not necessarily him, but the same energy that was, I swear to God. Uh, but he said that I was the humble, same. humble. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> so I'm Bill Hicks. <laughs> but because uh, well, this is what, he also told me the reason why pictures and video uh, and drawings exist is to communicate uh, with the fourth dimension, which is the other side, which is the spirit world. So, and when I was talking to him, it was like a funnel cloud. It was like, look at my it was, arm. It was like a funnel. It was like, yeah. like you know, like when you, when you like you just you would look through a tube. Have I showed you the Bill Hicks uh, print that I have? No. I'll show you after we're done. It's okay. him standing in front, like over a Monopoly board. Oh, I guess. <laughs> This. One of my favorite pictures. <laughs> There's a poster over Shellis. It said, Bill Hicks, one night only, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Wait, what? Bill Hicks, one night only, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, tonight, maybe tomorrow, or something like that. I was fucking dying. I was like, that's, see, that's it. That's, it's that right there. It's that little fucking. My favorite Bill Hicks story. Which it, it doesn't sound hilarious, or at least it's hilarious to me because it, it says a lot about. Because you're a heel. Yeah, of course. Well, see, it says a lot about everything in general. So, you ever see the Young Comedian special that he filmed with Rodney Dangerfield? No. Okay, so he did one of the uh, HBO Young Comedian specials. Yeah. Ronnie went backstage into his dressing room and he said, hey, uh, hey, kid, what's your intro? What do you want me to say? And he goes, uh, I want you to say, uh, this guy has this guy is so far ahead, his parents haven't met yet. And he goes, oh, kid, I don't know if that's going to work. He goes, trust me, you'll be fine. He goes, all right. So he goes out there. 
does a fucking, you know, his hosting. I, I have it. That was like one of the first things I saw that got me into comedy. And I remember it. And, um, yeah, so he, you know, he goes out and goes, all right, this next comic, da, 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 you know, so far out, his parents haven't even met yet. Got a laugh. He goes, he looks around too. He goes, hey, all right, Bill Hicks, everybody. You know, Bill Hicks comes out. And so Bill Hicks crushes it. He fucking, that, that got him like so much work after too. So he kills his set, goes back to his dressing room. Rodney J. Dangerfield dies in the door and walks. He goes, hey, kid, the line worked. What the fuck do I know? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that's so fucking hilarious. The fact that Rodney Dangerfield, one of the greatest of all time, walked in and said, he's not on your arm. It worked. Uh, I've been actually, that's one thing that's been pending. I'm trying to figure out. I've been putting it in spots. Yeah, a lot of you've these, run out of spot. Your elbow. Well, for you, at least for the lower part of the arm. Like I said, the dice are supposed to be where Rafi yeah. at now. Well, even for the elbow, you, you could say, you care so little. <laughs> because, yeah, I, I could always put Ryan here still, I guess. I'm so ugly, Mark put me on his elbow. Hey, like, see, I can't even do that, too. Actually, get, I might do that still. Don't get no respect. Yeah. No respect. <laughs> and see, and I, I had a lot of, my career kind of paralleled his a little bit, because he kind of, he quit. And I, I didn't quit. I just took a hiatus for like two years. Well, I'm, during I'm, when I was doing Fair LA. I'm still on one of those hiatus. Yeah, it, I, told, I told you that, too. I said, take your time. I was like, if you feel it again, you'll feel it again. It took it took me a long to even like fall in love with it again because I was just bitter and jaded and you know it's I started just, getting I on stage lost. for a couple of shows with the audience actually I was like oh my god this I fucking missed this yeah it feels good right I was like this is so much because the thing is doing it out here yeah doing the fucking open mics makes you want to blow your goddamn oh, brains out but a crowd oh yeah. I mean the open mics like I said the open mics are really good for if you're working on your shit new shit or. Working some stuff out. It's it's practice. It's, it's more you're getting used to saying it because the problem yes. with the open mics is it's usually other comics where you're like yeah no you you have to have, you have to work on it yourself. And I've been guilty of it too, where I just sit there. I'm like, all right, I'm not paying attention to the person on stage. The last one I went to, I was like, oh, I'm paying attention. It's like talking in front of a mirror, except it's other people that are waiting for them to talk to themselves in front of yeah. a mirror in front of people. That's what an open mic is. But a show, of course, it's different because you actually get like an actual reception. And that's what you want, that, that gratification of like, oh, you know, that, that validation really of people listening and laughing at you. So that's what you do it. But open mics, no, fuck open mics. I mean, I still do them if I'm working on shit or if I yeah. get used to a bit or, you know, I need to have How it feels in your mouth, kind of. Yeah, because I'm all about rhythm. I, I has to, how it comes out, how I say it, my body language, and going back to pro wrestling, that's I'm like studying all these other wrestlers, how they cut a promo and stuff, and how they d- commanded the stage. Are you I, watching, uh... Have you read this Ric Flair book that he did with his daughter? No, I haven't read it yet, no. Is it good? I keep, see, I keep seeing it at uh, Barnes & Noble, and I'm like, I wonder, I wonder if Ric Flair read that yet. No, no. I don't fucking... I, it's, I've got I the rowdy one on my shelf. I haven't read it yet. Uh, I haven't read it yet. I've seen this documentary of the Born of Controversy, Born of Controversy yet. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's good. Is it's, it on Netflix or... Yeah. It's, or it's on the WWE Network. Oh, okay. that, don't have that. It's 10 bucks. Come on. A month. <laughs> A month. Get up for a month to watch everything. No, I watch other <laughs> shit. Or just download it. I can give it to you too. That too. What's your password? Let's... No, you, I, can, I can just do that too. Just log in. I think fucking four people already have mine. I'm like, <laughs> it's ten fucking. No, I don't have a job, people. Uh, but, but you uh, still, dude. You bought WWE stock when it became available. <laughs> oh, I was remember I was like in 2001. I think. <laughs> I remember you even telling me that. <laughs> I think I did, right? Yeah, I try. I think I did. I don't even know if I still have it. I can't remember. It's a while ago. But, um, yeah, fuck it. But wrestling, yeah, it's, it's, 
it, it's the one thing I think I've been missing too was me on stage. I need to incorporate that a little bit more into it because that's really that's me. Like I like you know putting on a show and experience and that kind of shit. So yeah, we even joked the one time about going when Slammy was still doing a, uh, a wrestling wrestling show. Yeah. Like let's be magic. Yeah, no, no, I'm like let's go up there and wrestle each other. <laughs> I've been doing it. Yeah, oh, the je- the jello. Oh, I wish you did that jello fucking. I hit you up about it last year. Two years, three years ago. Was it three years ago? Three years ago. See, I was down for it too. I just can't remember what happened. I forgot why you couldn't do it. I hit up a cup. You canceled at the last minute or something. I wanted to, but I think I had gigs. Yeah, you might have had a gig. Somebody who was supposed to do it with me canceled at the last minute. And then they ended up not even... Jello wrestling. It's so fucking funny. Then they ended up forgetting that you had to set up the jello (laughs) like the day before. Yeah, you had to fucking make a lot of jello. Like at three in the afternoon, they're like, oh, we still have to... Fuck (laughs) I should have done this already. <laughs> you can order. Can you pre-order Jello? <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, we were supposed to do that earlier. You're like, yup. <laughs> yeah, bowls of it, like yeah. twenty bowls of it at least. Yeah, it's like in a baby pool. Yeah, I was gonna I... <laughs> slam me. Just take me up and fucking slam me. That's it. I just body slam me. My favorite thing though that you do to you before was just like getting your like start pushing you and you would just almost get like at nine eight. Probably like 70 degrees of leaning forward, your feet back. Don't you do it, dude! Don't you do it! No, because you're. Yeah, dude, you have the strength of just of a thousand gorillas. <laughs> I don't anymore. I have trouble carrying cakes upstairs anymore. I don't really? like it. Oh, because you have your fucking. You have to shoot more gamma rays into your fucking. Right? <laughs> fucking mainline some halt yeah, juice. That's right. Yeah, you've slipped, slipped, you've fucking cut back a lot because you're you're so big i remember you're, you're like that you're just big like just fucking pure fucking like i don't know with like, a really healthy layer of fun on top well that too but it was more you could tell it was way more beef than like you know the the mark the mark skin like <laughs> mark skin mark skin i don't know is that much like foreskin pretty much useless <laughs> yeah, it's a little soft a little softer and fun to play with ready to be lapped off <laughs> yeah whenever you're ready guys but no, I like I like my 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 mark skin. I don't want to leave on mark skin, but I do always ask one question at the end. Yes, that's right. Because this is the longest. I don't like to do more than yeah, like an absolutely. hour. Absolutely, that sounds like I was like, yeah. Because at the same, I like enjoy talking to you. Of course, I'm gonna ask you if you want to have a beer afterwards. Yeah, I'm down. But uh, open a window. Yeah, <laughs> I can put the AC on. Uh, I do always end with. So if you're trying to impress a mate, it's what's your impress a mate meal. Impressive meat. Oh, that's right. This is all about like, cooking, huh? Yeah. Uh, I, not I, really. It's more I, I just want to cook a meal and then... Oh, well, I I, I don't cook, so I got to take the girl out. Um, I like taking her to actual Cafe Gratitude. <laughs> so, like, see, what what do you think about today's question? See, yeah, it's a good icebreaker. I mean, it makes you think. that The questions that they've asked me, I'm like, hmm, you know, what... You know, uh, you know what fulfills you or what, what do you do to... Or what's your favorite creative process or whatever the fuck. Do you really like to go to Cafe Gratitude that yeah. much? Well, aside from the stupid questions, but food's good. Uh, As someone that's like trying not to be fat, it's a it's a good... Go to Mohawk Bend if you like vegan food too. Oh, Mo- I heard about that. My buddy's a chef over there. Okay. They have an Impossible Burger, uh-huh. like that vegan burger that's supposed to like taste exactly like a fucking burger, yeah. but be vegan. It's got like 200 calories. Something, I don't know. It's something healthy like... Healthy as fuck. See, I'm just... Yeah. I'm looking for good food that's healthy as fuck where I don't get fat. That's my favorite it. thing to do was get a fucking... My favorite thing to do is get go there, get a vegan burger, and add bacon. <laughs> I always... Like, anytime I get a vegan burger, I'm like, yeah. Can you get bacon <laughs> in? 
bring your own bacon and put it on top. Oh, they got good bacon. You yeah, know, it's you know it's raised right. Can you put can you put an egg on there too? You know it's pasture raised, free, grass fed and grass finished. Which uh, now you have to follow like. That's so stupid. And, that, and see, that states it dates back to that as far as these white knights. It goes back to. I don't know. It's, it's, it's all fucking thing. I mean, I get we're animals, but at the same time, I get the same thing, you know. Sometimes know. you just need a root around. Just put your nose in and work around. Whatever, whatever, where you don't feel as guilty eating it, whatever you gotta do, <laughs> fucking vegans ruining everything. Your food's delicious, though, by the way. <laughs> I, eat, I eat keto. Like, I not oh, today. Yeah. Not today. We have bread. I yeah, just, yeah. like... That's how one of the ways I dropped a lot of weight. I was doing Orange Theory, it melts off, huh? and eating keto, like it melts off. High fat, medium protein, yeah. and low carbs. Yeah, but you just have to make sure you eat greens. Like, it's, and that's for me. That's it. As long as I eat kale, salads, you know. Now, you, now, like thing. you're supposed to like steam kale beforehand because there's like it's I suppose if you eat for your thyroid or something. Uh, Everything kills you. Yeah, at the end of the day, breathing air kills you, especially if you're in LA. It takes ten years off your life. That's it. <laughs> Uh, well, if that's the case, I'm see. I, I got ten more years to live. <laughs> All right, Mark Gonzalez. We can find you at Fear LA. Oh yeah, Fear, FearLA.com or Gonzo.com too with an S before the Z. But <laughs> but people Instagram doesn't believe that it's not a porno site. They think it's a porno site. I, I'm not surprised by that at all. I didn't know it was a genre until like, <laughs> I know it's a genre. I don't know what the genre entails. Oh, it's just straight porn where it's not like scenes. It just goes straight to the fucking. Which is great because I actually like that kind of porn. Oh, I thought it was like a little crazier. No. Gonzo porn is just where it's just no storyline. Just fucking. Which so, sounds great, right? So it's what like, most people watch. Yeah, it's like you want to watch... Like, when you watch a, an, an action movie, you just want the fight scenes. Like That's why the, the that's Expendables are great movies. <laughs> does, does my light come up? I just like the picture. Uh, I got airplane mode. But, all right, Mark Gonzalez, <laughs> thank you very much. Later, brother. Love Until you. Until later. Ta-ta!